When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Welcome back to Hurt at Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. And for this hour number three, we are also on KFOR in Lincoln. I want to tell you real quickly about our friends over at Pratt Dental. Pratt Dental was the first dentist in Nebraska to be certified in the BioClear method. Located in North Platte, Nebraska, you can get the BioClear method and modern smile design to correct many aesthetic dilemmas in a permanent and less invasive manner than traditional treatments such as crowns. Because it's less invasive, it takes less time, less waiting. You can get fewer appointments because you can do multiple restorations in the same day. Dr. Pratt in North Platte, Nebraska, and Pratt Dental. You can find them at prattdental.com slash bioclear-dental-treatment. That's prattdental.com. Click on their services tab. You'll find the bioclear treatment method there as well. Pratt Dental, creating healthy smiles. Joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline is our guy Michael Brunts from Husker 24-7. Bruncey, what's going on, bud? Hello, how's it going? Hey, Bruncey, good morning. What's up? Uh, how are you feeling uh, after that Nebraska ball game last night Oof. where it seemed like they were the better team for about 90% of the game and were unable to shut the door on the road at Rutgers? Uh, not great. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, you know, you're, you're kind of at the point now or you were at the point with, with Nebraska where you're just kind of looking for – you're looking to just run up wins. And, you know, that last night, I mean, the, you guys brainstorm for a minute here with me. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is there anything worse in basketball than just getting absolute, another team just absolutely, like, cleaning your clock on the offensive glass? Like, I, I, I don't know that there is. It's one of the most frustrating things because you got the stop, right? You got the thing right. that you needed, and then – it's so deflating to then not secure possession. It is 
one of the most frustrating things mm-hmm. that if it's happening continually throughout a game, it is one of the most frustrating things that can happen in a basketball game. Well, because yeah. it's a lack of effort thing. It, it, it seems yeah. like the effort just isn't there. And when you're not hustling and you're getting outplayed, it's one of the worst feelings as a sports fan just kind of watching your team get deteriorated. It also feels like I mean, it snowballs you on a little, snowballs on you a little bit sometimes yeah. too, right? Where it's like, okay, we didn't have good effort for a couple in a row, and now they get a long rebound on a bad bounce, and then uh, you know it gets tipped off of us and out about, and all of a sudden you're like, we just gave up four or five off of offensive rebounds, and we only didn't have good effort once. Like, what happened? Yeah, it, I mean, it's basically like if you're, you know, you you in football you get it, you essentially get a stop, and the quarterback gets out and picks up, you know eight on a third and six or something like that, and it just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, you know, there were some plays last night. There was one I, I kept, I, I stopped and went back and watched it, and there was a, a rebound to the opposite side that Rutgers grabbed and put back uh, for a layup. And, you know, a couple of guys from Nebraska have their arms up like, you got to be kidding me. And I, it was just noteworthy to me that the two guys that were, doing that uh, with their arms up in the air all disappointed about the way things were going didn't have anybody box like no nobody within like a arm's length of them <laughs> to, to box out funny how that uh, works yeah and so it, it it just it stinks i mean that that was a missed opportunity and you know you you stack that with the way that the minnesota game on the road played out i mean you 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 led by double digits in two road games in the big 10 and you weren't able to close them out i mean that's yeah great that you were able to get that lead but i mean you're going to get to to the end of february and you're going to be kicking yourself um for both of those games because those were two that nebraska should have wrapped up and they would have been you know really nice wins on the road i mean i, I think rutgers is you know, despite what they've done to this point in the season, is going to continue to be a tough team. They always are uh, under Steve Peichel. Uh, you know, Minnesota, I think, is, you know, better than what a lot of people expected. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it just kind of stinks. And, oh, by the way, um, you, you had Juwan Gary, who's, you know, that one guy that can kind of do the things that we've talked about um, in terms of rebounding and just being an attitude-type guy, uh, looks to be... Uh, and not uh, not a very good place right now. We're talking with Michael Brunson, Husker 24-7. You mentioned kind of the missed opportunities in the road games for Nebraska the the last two times, or two of the last four times out with uh, Rutgers and Minnesota, but now they've lost three out of four overall, all three of those on the road. Two of them didn't seem like they really came out ready to play. Uh, the last one last night, they obviously blew that lead. What is your level of concern as Nebraska kind of heads into this last, you know, third of the season stretch here where they're probably going to need to win some conference road games to, to get a spot in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, it, it's they're at an interesting spot. I mean, you know, the I think it was – you guys correct me on this, but I, I, what that Iowa game they'd played, they played, they basically had not had a full prep um, in four games leading up to that. And I, I think the back end of the schedule for Nebraska is a little bit more manageable than what they've actually seen in conference so far. So, I mean, I guess there's a positive there. What we still don't know, you know, what the long-term situation is with Juwan Gary, that's extremely uh, important because – 
you, you were already a little bit thin in front court in, in your front court depth. Um, he's kind of that junkyard dog that, you know, in, in games like last night, I mean, he, he's always seems to kind of come up with that offensive rebound or that putback or that hustle play that kind of really gets guys going. And I don't know who kind of slides into that role if, mm-hmm. if he's not there to do it. So that that's a concern for me, uh, big time. And and you know the if he's out for any stretch of time. You got to find a way to keep Josiah Alec in the game and out of foul trouble. I know that's been kind of a battle they've been fighting all year, but um, the, the margin of error gets a lot thinner without him. And you know, the the one thing you can say though, I, I think Nebraska has been able to weather these types of injuries before. I mean, they did it last year with with Gary, um, and, and after he left the shoulder injury, so maybe you reinvent yourself a little bit. I, I think Fred has the ability to do that, but. It's just kind of the, the double sucker punch last night of the way you lose, and oh by the way, you you also uh, you know look like you might be without a key player for a little while too. Well, okay, so you've been asking us to help you brainstorm a bit, help us brainstorm a bit, because you know we're talking about potentially uh, a huge piece of this team missing significant time. If there was one player to step up. Uh, who would that be for you? Would it be somebody that is already a, a fringe starter in C.J. Wilcher? Would it be somebody like Eli Rice, potentially? Who, who Who's kind of been the one that y- you're going to throw that need upon? Yeah, it, I mean, it's is it the is it a money ball thing? I mean, are you are you trying <laughs> to recreate uh, Gary in, in, in the uh, with, with multiple a- guys aggregate? I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, are you gonna you gonna go that route? Thank you. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's got to be a combination of Wiltshire, who you know I think has played pretty well for the most part this season and, and kind of gone to a, a new level than what he had been before. Uh, and you're probably gonna need Eli Rice to grow up really fast. I mean, I, I think at times he's looked um, you know pretty advanced for a freshman, and I think at times he's looked like a freshman kind of making his way through the Big Ten for the first time. So. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that there's an obvious fill in there, but you're going to need somebody to pick up that slack, um, you know, on, on on the glass and and also play a little bit more physically on defense than maybe what they're comfortable doing. So, I, it, it's not a one to one thing in my mind. I mean, I just think you're going to need, um, you know, guys to step up here and there. Brunts, as you're looking at the rest of the schedule, if I said you had to place a hundred dollars either on Nebraska to make the NCAA tournament or not make the NCAA tournament. Where's your money going? I'm, I'm keeping my money and I'm going to invest <laughs> it somewhere else. I think <laughs> I, I want, I, I want no part of betting on Nebraska basketball, <laughs> predicting Nebraska basketball. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I think they've set the table though for where they are now, where, they can get it over the finish line, I think. I mean, I, you basically have to defend your home court. You might have to steal a game or two on the road. Um, and, and, you know, this is a team that, you know, when they're shooting ball from the outside, I mean, they're a real tough matchup for teams. So I, I would still I would still lean tournament, um, but not as confidently as I would have done, um, you know, maybe even – even coming out of that Iowa loss, I still felt like that was a little bit more of an outlier for this group um, than, than you know any kind of big trend. So we'll see what happens. But I, I would still, 
very, very slightly lean tournament with my $100, but I would probably just hang on to it if I had my option. <laughs> well, Brunty, I got, I got the option for you because this weekend when Trey Palmer wakes up, peed off, the degenerate uh-huh. bet of the weekend is Trey Palmer first touchdown. <laughs> Plus 2,800. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is like first that's inning unders all over again. Yeah. I like that. That's a, that's a good investment. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a better use than 100 bucks. And then, and then you could take all that, that sweet, sweet, sweet Trey Palmer cash and roll that into a really stupid Nebraska basketball bet. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. You know what? That's where my brain goes. And you know what, man? My, uh, my bachelor party is in Vegas this weekend. So you know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're not just going to go see, like, a Cirque du Soleil show? No, I, I have a better chance of ending up on the hotel roof than going to that show. <laughs> he told me he was going to go see uh, the Britney Spears residency there in, uh, in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you're going to be trying to find the most obscure, like, Scottish professional football league <laughs> yeah. match that you can bet on. At 4 a.m. You're going to get Aberdeen over, like, o- over, uh, like Hibs. At, at plus 1.5. That's hey, what you're looking for. I'll send you my plays all weekend. All weekend long. Your Twitter DMs are about to blow up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know they played professional soccer in Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> I can put some money down on it. It's that Australian rules football. That gets you every time. Um, yeah. Brunts, let's switch gears here over to football for a minute. Uh, obviously, Dylan Rayola. Uh, out at the Polynesian Bowl this week. Um, do we learn anything from these things, or is it just cool to see Nebraska recruits at a, at a big stage? Uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of like, I don't know, you watch, watch him throw a football. It's kind of like when you used to watch Mark, Mark McGuire take BP. Um, that, that's kind of what it is. Um, I, I mean, it, it's tough, too, now because in those games, you got guys opting out. Uh, you know, Rayola has been in Lincoln, um, essentially enrolled, and is, is doing this. I mean, it, it's more of a almost like a Pro Bowl type thing now than, than anything. But, um, you know, it's going to be the first time that a lot of people are going to see uh, an extended look at, at Carter Nelson. Uh, he's playing in that game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Preston Kalma same way uh the, the guard from hawaii so th- there's there's value in that it's kind of like uh it's like anything i you know if your 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 guy for your program that's committed plays well in an event like that it really matters right like you really care about it and if it if maybe not so much guy doesn't play much it doesn't really matter it's uh just a showcase kind of thing but no i, I think you know when you look at the the, the talent that's in Hawaii this week. I mean, I, I think Raiola is really towards the top of that list. Um, he's been the best quarterback there all week, uh, which should not be a surprise. And, uh, you know, it'll be good good for uh, Nebraska fans to see him throw it around a little bit. Um, you know, it, it definitely comes out of his hand a little bit different than it does most quarterbacks. So, um, I guess watch it and uh, dream a little bit of what the future can be. Bruncey, another thing that popped off the page yesterday was seeing that Glenn Thomas carries the co-offensive coordinator tag. What sort of responsibilities do you think come with that title for him? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing we need to hear from Matt Rule on. Um, You know, a lot of focus is going to be on who's got their finger on the button with the play calling. Um, That's going to be, you know, 
some intrigue there. I, I, I kind of went back and forth on it this week, too. I mean, when you have just a – like, do you need your quarterback's coach to have a role in game planning, a significant role in game planning and coordinating? I don't think so, but I think it helps. And, you know, I think the one thing that w- will be a benefit to Nebraska with, you know, the, the reunion of Thomas with the staff and guys he's really familiar with, you kind of know how everybody works. You know what everybody's looking for. You're probably speaking close to the same language in terms of verbiage and how you want to do things. And that's good. I mean, I, it, it, it's not, you know, a continuity situation, but it's pretty much as close as you can get to one. And I think that that's really important uh, when you're going into uh, the second year of an offense and kind of what they're going to do. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm eager to kind of see – and hear what the breakdown is there and, and how things kind of go. But, I mean, I, I think, you know, getting somebody in place a little bit different than Marcus Satterfield with the quarterback is a good thing. And, you know, to have that guy in place on campus as you're starting winter conditioning, I, I think that's really important, too, when you're bringing in two really talented freshman quarterbacks and you're trying to develop Heinrich Harburg, um, you know, based beyond what he did last year, too. We're talking with Michael Brunts, Husker 24-7. Brunts, do you think that we will get an answer on from Rule about who is specifically calling the plays? Or I, I don't know. I, I just keep thinking about somebody asking him that question, and it's, I, I keep getting this answer in my head of, of maybe he's going to dance around it a little bit. I, I mean, do you think we're going to get that answer at some point? Well, you got, you got to at some point. Um, you know, maybe they haven't figured that out. I mean, maybe – Maybe Satterfield will keep doing that with input from from Thomas. Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I think. I think that's a question that you kind of have to answer. And you know, I, I think if Matt Rule is prepared to give an answer, um, he will. I mean, I, I think he's very aware of what the conversation is. You know, among the fan base and out there uh, with Nebraska fans. So. It would not shock me at all uh, to get an answer on that. I mean, maybe that still needs to be determined, but um, I, I don't think that you know that they went into this, you know, kind of not knowing what the plan would be and kind of laying out pretty clear directions on who would be doing what. Because I, I, I think in order to even have that conversation with Quinn Thomas, I mean, you, kind of, you need to know that. And I mean, I, I, I don't get the sense that there's too many things that. To this point, Matt Rule has refused to answer that, um, you know, don't eventually come out. I mean, the, he, he declined to answer the coaching thing um, at the signing day press conference, but, I mean, there, there was a plan in motion there already. So um, you got your answer, I guess. Brunty, um, what, about, what about this? Do you have a sense on Dana Holgerson and, and what an update looks like regarding his status with Nebraska? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's still – I don't think there's an update. I mean, I, I think, you know, the, the involvement there, what we had been told was always that it was going to be more of a, a potential off-the-field role, not not a quarterback's OC type role. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, there was at – least, at least from Nebraska's perspective, there's there's interest from, from Dana's perspective, there was interest. And – it was just that there wasn't like an accelerated timeline on making that decision. I mean, I, I think that the the idea of burnout from what happened at Houston, I think, is a real thing. 
um, and, and kind of taking a little bit of time to catch your breath a little bit and kind of see what the next move is going to be. Um, so, I mean, that just because, you know, that nothing's happened yet, I don't think that that necessarily means that it won't. I mean, maybe, maybe decide that, you know, not a good fit now. You're going to go sit on your, your buyout money um, and, and, you know, watch football this season. But, I mean, I, I don't think that there's a – you know, rush timeline on any of this, especially because, you know, it looks like it's probably going to be an off the field thing anyways, where you don't necessarily need to be there right away in January and, and plug it away. Brunts, we've got about four minutes left with you here. Uh, I want to change gears because we are less than a month away from the start of the Nebraska baseball season. I know that's always a very special time of year for you. Um, what uh, what are you looking forward to here as we're now, what, 29 days away from that opener against Baylor at Globe Life Field? Yeah, they uh, they get started uh, with practice let's see, a week from Friday. And, you know, with this team that you, you lose, you just start with the lineup. I mean, you're, you're trying to replace Max Anderson and Bryce Matthews. That, that's no... Um, easy feat. I mean, mm-hmm. those, those guys were damn good college baseball players. Um, you know, the lineup-wise, I think there's probably going to be a little bit more balance in what they have. Um, you know, I think a guy to watch is a potential breakout from last year's team is Dylan Carey. Um, he played third base last year. Uh, as a freshman, did pretty well. Um, he's going to probably be moving over to shortstop this year. Um, and, and, you know, was just an absolute terror during fall ball for Nebraska pitching. Um, you know, hit almost 400, um, you know, had re- really kind of made some changes that, that added a little bit more pop to his bat as well. Um, so I think he's a guy to, that fans need to kind of have on their uh, on their radar really early as a potential breakout guy there. And then pitching-wise, I mean, you're, you're replacing um, your, your top two starters in, on the weekend from last year. Um, you, you're you got to find somebody that can kind of be that Shea Shanneman role, and I think when you look at the, the way Nebraska's roster is, is constructed right now, they have a ton of pitching, and a lot of what they did in fall was just trying to figure out who fit where, uh, what roles guys could handle, uh, and just watching them compete. I mean, I think that's the big thing for Rob Childress is, is seeing who could kind of handle the lights, who was willing to, you know, get in there and and you know pitch with just a fastball and a changeup. Um, that, that was one thing they did for a couple of weeks during fall ball was really challenging those guys to, to get in there and be competitive. Um, you know, I think Drew Christo is coming off a great summer. He had a great fall. I know they're really high on what his potential can be. He's a potential weekend guy uh, from Nebraska right out of the gates. They've got like six or seven guys that they see as potential starting pitchers on the weekend. So they, they've got to figure that stuff out too. But um, I, I would definitely kind of keep the, the roster close that first weekend because there's a lot of new names and faces um but i think they've got a they've got the potential to be a, a strong team this year I, I think they really like the group they've got it's super competitive and uh you know we'll, we'll kind of see how all the pieces fall together once they get going on uh next friday Brunty, i don't need a long explanation for this but i asked ravi uh this question about a half hour ago got about one minute i'm looking for your person if you were drawing up the game-winning <laughs> shot for somebody who's taken it, anybody all time, same question for you need three outs in baseball, you need someone to score a penalty shot in hockey, and you need a game-winning field goal. Who are you taking in those categories? Oh, man. Um, okay, so 
I need a game-winning shot. Yep. The obvious answer is Michael Jordan. Um, I need what, – what do I need? A, a penalty shot? You need a penalty shot in hockey. All time? Uh, give me Yarmir Yager. I want that. Ooh. I want that mullet flowing. <laughs> He's going towards the towards the goalie. I'll go Yager for the penalty shot. You need a field goal. Either game winning field goal. Yep. Give me give me Rich Carlos, the former Denver Broncos <laughs> kicker. We are going way off the beaten path because everybody knows that barefoot kickers are significant significantly better than than. Uh, Shoot kickers, so I, I will go Rich Carlos. And you need a closer. One. Closer. Three outs. Uh, Mariano Rivera, what the heck? Uh, he couldn't He couldn't think of somebody too, super crazy I'm there. So, I'm surprised we didn't get Jason Elam for you on the kicker, your old Broncos guy. Yeah, I, I thought about I thought about Eckersley because you got to like yep. that, and you got to like that facial hair. So There you go. That's our guy, Michael Brunts, Husker 24-7. Brunts, we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Hey, see you, man. Coming up next, we've got Sydney Hilly from your Omaha Supernovas here on Herd Sports Radio.